Gail Trotter, a conservative voice for you, right inside our nation's capital. Legal and political analysis. Gail Trotter, hear the truth from right inside D.C. It's Gail Trotter, stomping through the swamp for you in heels. Now, The Gail Trotter Show. Hi, I'm Gail Trotter, host of Right in D.C. This week, we remembered the Holocaust on International Holocaust Remembrance Day. The White House, through President Trump, issued a statement which was very much in support of the survivors and the victims of the Holocaust. And I quote, This year's annual observance of International Holocaust Remembrance Day is especially moving as we commemorate the 75th anniversary of the liberation of Auschwitz. As we solemnly mourn those who were abused, tortured, or killed at Auschwitz and other concentration and extermination camps, we acknowledge the heroes who risked their lives, many of whom made the ultimate sacrifice to help liberate the camps. Their sacrifices helped the forces of freedom to prevail to ensure that those atrocious crimes will never be repeated. The statement goes on to acknowledge that there is increasing anti-Semitism in the world and that the Jewish people continue to face persecution, oppression, and violence. And in the memory of this, this week, it made me think of the 70 million people who died in the 20th century of genocide, of governmental oppression. And I wrote a piece about this, which I will link down below, entitled, Where Tyranny Thrives. And I outline in the piece how there's a three-step process to genocide. First, there are laws or enforcement that restricts the individual right to possess firearms. Second, there is gun confiscation. Third, an oppressive government kills a disfavored minority or ethnic group through genocide. We saw this happen in the 20th century to an, an astonishing number of 70 million victims. We saw it happen under the Ottoman Empire. We saw it happen with Nazi Germany. We saw it happen in the Soviet Union. There is a very important brief that I will post down below that was filed by Jews for the Preservation of Firearms. It was a brief in the very important Supreme Court case, D.C. versus Heller. And in that brief, the uh, people who wrote the brief explained that where people have an individual right to bear firearms, then they have an ability to thwart or to resist tyranny. And they cited statistics where a certain ghetto in Warsaw, Jewish people in that ghetto had access to firearms and they were able to hold out longer and more of them were able to survive the war than other uh, residents of different neighborhoods under Nazi Germany. And I commend this brief to you to read because this is not something that we hear reported or put in history books very often. And when we think about the American experiment, 
we had our founding fathers talk about how the American people had this individual right to firearms that the citizens of other nations did not enjoy. And we saw the consequences of this during the 20th century with the 70 million people who perished due to genocide and due to their oppressive governments. You might hear a lot of people who are opposed to the Second Amendment and the individual right to bear firearms. They might tell you, oh, that could never happen again. That was something relegated to history. No one thinks like that. No one is interested in impressing people anymore. And it certainly couldn't happen in America. And yet there is this extremely underreported story right now based on reporting by Project Veritas Action where they were able to go interview Bernie bros who are not just people sitting in their pajamas on their computers in their mother's basements. These are paid field organizers of the Bernie Sanders presidential campaign. And when they were, when the veil was ripped back from their views, it was revealed that they thought the gulags were a good idea that they thought a significant portion of Americans need to, needed to be re-educated, that they aspired to what the Soviet Union had done in order to exert control over its people. And if you read the transcripts with these four Bernie bros who are paid organizers for the Bernie Sanders campaign, it will truly shock you. And I can tell you that if the mainstream media were not in the bag for Democrats, it would be wall-to-wall -wall coverage about this. I find it also interesting that when the Sanders campaign was contacted by Project Veritas Action to explain why their paid organizers think that the Soviet Union is a good model and that gulags are a good idea and that anybody who opposes their political preferences should be put against the wall, the Sanders campaign had no response. How is that even possible? How would they not completely disavow these people? And more importantly, their pernicious ideology of violence to achieve political ends. And when you think about that too, the media has completely avoided covering this. And it is incomprehensible that if this were some other situation with a disfavored political party, that they wouldn't go after this story like a dog hunting a bird. And I think it's just so important as we continue to go into the 2020 presidential election and for many people who didn't grow up during the Cold War and our state-run schools are doing a disservice by not giving them the history of the Cold War and the understanding of what the communist experiment yielded in the Soviet Union, that is a grave disservice. And the young people who did not have this education in school, did not grow up experiencing the Cold War, where even when the media didn't want to report the terrible things that were going on in the Soviet Union, stuff would slip through. They don't have that background. So as we go into the presidential election this year, we're going to see this 
play out. I think there's this idea among younger people that socialism has all these benefits and that it's a utopia, and yet when you pull the mask off, these four Bernie bros who are paid organizers for the campaign, you see that it's not the utopia. It's forced, uh, it's forcing people to hold the same views. The idea that you re-educate people if they don't hold the same views. And the violence that is espous espoused by these four Bernie bros should be frightening to everyone. So we're gonna link to these interviews. We are also gonna link to my piece down below about where tyranny thrives and that three-step process of restricting individual rights to firearms, gun confiscation, and then genocide. And I would love to hear your comments about this and why you think the mainstream media is not responding and reporting on this very important story. I'm Gail Trotter, right in DC. Thanks for listening to The Gail Trotter Show, right in D.C. Be sure to sign up for her mailing list on her website, gailtrotter.com. And also, follow her on Twitter, at Gail Trotter, as well as on Facebook and Instagram. Subscribe now, it's easy. And listen to her show on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and other podcast platforms. Thanks for listening. Share the truth. Share The Gail Trotter Show. You can handle the truth.